Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome into another episode of Five Out. Ben Simmons won the NBA Finals in the preseason. We're going to talk about him. Lonzo Ball apparently improved his shot as well. Um, And we're going to be talking about the Celtics. Matt is upset with Jalen Brown for... God knows whatever dumb reason. He is back, thankfully. After a couple weeks off, Matt was getting a little bit lazy. And uh, we're also going to be talking about, of course, the number one thing in the NBA. Not basketball at all. Not free agency, which would be nice, too. Although Kyle Lowry did get an extension. We're going to be talking about Daryl Morey and the catastrophe that he set off with China. And if you haven't already, make sure you leave a rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify. And you can submit those to us on Twitter or Instagram at 5OutPod to redeem your 5OutPod t-shirt. We have larges, we have XLs, and we have a limited amount. We're not going to be giving away shirts for long. Eventually, you guys are going to have to buy them. So make sure you get those to us right away. And those larges are selling quick. Let's get it going. Look, I'm just trying to be all right with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to be alright with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be alright with it. Yeah. So, how you feeling after I uh, beat your ass in fantasy football? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's, uh, you know, I'm still mad at Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I love Jarvis Landry had 11 points. All I needed was like four more. And Baker Mayfield decides he's a scrub. Are you third in our league in scoring or second? I'm pretty sure I'm third and I'm in last place. Yeah, he's in last place, Ty. That's not good. Yeah. I I had that similar thing going on, but not as bad as you. I feel like like James Harden. I can score all the points, but I don't win. Are you guys in a league where the, the guy in last place has a punishment? Hell no. We are not. I am in another, I'm in another league where it's like that, too. We have to wear a football jersey of a guy who we went to uh, college with who we're not necessarily big fans of. But uh, I, felt, I didn't know that it was going to be that close, Matt. And I think I was the seventh highest scorer in our 14-man league, and I still pulled off a win. Someone scored, what was it, 200? You know, Someone scored 240? It, it talks a lot, a lot about the GM of your squad. Just, you know, he's out there getting dubs. Yes. My, my team's a bunch of scrubs. Speaking of scrubs... Yeah. You also got to eat crow on this one, yeah. Ben Simmons. Yeah, that was right in my face when you Hit a when you pointer. when you tagged me in that Twitter thing. <laughs> I I'm like, all right, what's this? And then I open it and uh, uh it's like I was guarding him. Really felt like that. Yeah, it it, it hurt that bad. <laughs> the reaction too to it was like, <laughs> well, you have the I, cut, right? I mean, yeah, play the cut. I cannot laugh. I have exercised the demon. Let's take a look at it again, uh, shall we? Yeah, let's okay. watch it again. Fans are on their feet. I'm saying, what's all the fuss about? This is what I do now. Oh, spare me. This is what I do now. This is what I do <laughs> yeah, now. He, he hit, One time you, you hit a You would have thought, like, first of all, there's a couple things wrong with this video. You would have first thought that was, like, his 10th three of the game. Yeah. And he was, like, unconscious. 
Second, they're playing some team. Who the hell was that team? Uh, was it Japan? I think it was a Japanese team. Irrelevant team. Probably wasn't a Chinese team. Wasn't even being guarded. What, right? It wasn't like he did anything crazy. He just hit a three, and it was his first three of the game. And I swear to God, the reaction from the fans and everybody, his teammates, it was like you would have thought he was some walk-on or like some undrafted player that's that had no shot playing in the league, and he hit a shot in the game. That's what the reaction was like. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> I kind of would have been pissed if I was Ben Simmons. Everybody, it's kind of embarrassing, yeah. right? This I mean, for him. I mean, it's a guy you, you never hit a three in your life, but in the NBA. But still, it's like I mean, I'm not a bum, guys. I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, as much as I hate him, he doesn't like totally suck. Right, he just sucks. It's encouraging to see him actually use because we saw the, the videos of him in like open gyms taking threes, but he yeah. never did it like in practice. He never did any of the like reported scrimmages, and now he's feeling free to do it against a Chinese team. But he's feeling a little bit more open to doing it. I don't think he'll ever do it in the regular season. Like maybe he'll maybe attempt him. I don't know if he'll make one. Yeah, but it, it, the whole story is just stupid. Yeah, oh, who's the next guy on the list uh, here making threes? Lonzo Ball making oh, threes. Yeah, but well, hold on, hold on. He At least did. Lonzo did it though. You know what I'm saying? Like he did it in college. Mm-hmm. I think Lonzo's more of like a Markel Fultz thing, like where it's just like mentally. Oh, that's another one. You know what too. I'm saying? Like yeah. Mark- Markel Fultz. Like you watched his video in college. The dude could shoot. Yeah. Baller. Yeah, and Fultz is, definitely has some. Well, it's mental, and I think it yeah. was Lonzo too. Is meant. That's my guess. I mean, his shot is gross, and it's not. You know. Correct form, but it, he made him. But if I'm you're the it, one who made Lonzo, that is true, and you're the one that made Lonzo probably have those mental issues. I was about to say, I mean, how can you not? He looks more free. I mean, I know it was a preseason game, but I saw some. High, he looked, he just looked free. Well, playing. there's something to to not playing where you're from. I'm sure that helps. I mean, Pressure. I know, I know yeah. Kevin Durant talked about how he, he never will go back to, or he doesn't want to go back to Washington to play. He's like, I played there for whatever 18 years or something like that. I can understand that, but also just not having dad there. In the same capacity, putting the pressure oh, and, with LeBron, and he's moved on from his dad. Clearly. Yeah, this essentially. Yeah. Oh he, no, my boys ain't got to touch them checks. Oh, I'll write it myself. Oh my god, what is wrong with this dude? I don't. I. It's just, he's just living proof that any idiot can be a parent. That's but, what it is. But I, I will say, if Ben Simmons does act, does actually become a decent shooter, like, well, watch out. No, I. I do think this that makes the Sixers that much better because I think he is one reason why I just I don't know. I'll never really believe they're a true contender because. You don't have to guard him. He no. was doing nothing in the playoffs last year. I felt like oh, he was a joke. He was a turtle. Yeah, and and the, the year, scouting report's so easy on him. Well, and the year I thought the year that they played the, the one that they played the Celtics and they shut him right, down and, and they won in five. It was like, I went to a couple of the games. And I'm like, this is embarrassing. And I think the guy is useless without the ball. Yeah, it's useless. Brutal. So yeah, I mean, if he's if he's draining threes, this is what I do now. If he's drained, how good does he have to be to put them in the conversation as the better team? I would I would say they're the best team in the East if Ben Simmons was an actual like three point threat, not in the sense of like like, a thirty point percent shooter. Yeah, I would say thirty thirty five. If he could make them thirty five, yes, hell yes. But I'm saying if he can if he can hit open ones, I think that makes them even more dangerous because I obviously Embiid's a beast. Um, Yeah, Horford, Horford, and obviously Al's Al. But I'm saying like it makes them better because now. He doesn't need the ball in his hands to actually be mm-hmm. worth anything on the court. Well, Al's Al, but Al's also getting older, and there was some... Al is con- average. <laughs> wow, Drapes. I never knew that he felt that way. That is... Uh, wow. But average Al? That's Scal. Scal that is our guy, part, Scal. Who's part of uh, the Radio.com family, of course. Scal and pals. Yes, exactly. Yeah, who can't miss stuff. But anyway, th- with Al, though, I mean, there is concern as how is he going to age? How is he, I mean, is his aging going to affect his play? But when I watch him... Now, granted... I don't think it will be this year, but... 
at some point down the line. Yeah, I but, think it, this he has to do. I mean, I think he has to do less on this team, right? He's, he's surrounded by a lot of young guys. I would say he has to do less, but I mean, I'm still seeing him disrupt the passing. He, he still has the basketball instincts; those aren't going to go. Oh, anywhere. he's definitely the, one of the still the best defenders for a big man position in yeah. the East. Which we'll talk about that with the Celtics in a second too, because. Mm-hmm. They, but actually, speaking of big men, though, the other guy who had drained a three the other night. Was Boban? Well, I love Boban. Oh, do you? Yes. Yeah, you ever seen John Wick three? Of course, I've seen John <laughs> oh, Wick three. What an appearance Boban had. But anyway, did you see? Joker I didn't know yet, he could shoot threes. Did you see Joker yet? No, he's big. What? Oh, no, the Joker. No, I'm no, thinking no, 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 not not your boy. No, Jokic. Jo- no. The Jokic looks big. You ever seen a picture oh, that, of him that's now? That's a good point. Yeah, he does look like he packed on a couple pounds. Yeah. Like he looks fat, like fat. Yes, he's the very. Like, there's no definition. He never had definition in his arms, but no. now it's like. I don't know. It's it, kind of it, hard to have odd. definition in your arms at that size, though. I mean, either you're really skinny, or you're, or you're huge, that, or yeah. you're like him. I mean, Shaq wasn't, def- you know, no, he was defined, just massive. Yes, he was an unstoppable force. But, um, but anyways, no, I was ta- I was asking about the Joker. No, movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, that's good, Ty. You haven't seen it yet. I'm I haven't it. seen it, but I heard like the media is outraged about it. Uh, it's it, just what do you, what else do you expect? <laughs> so stupid. But anyway, um. In the course of the preseason stuff, was there any other games that you guys have watched that I mean, you was, Zion. Huh. Threw damn hard. Why? You, I always wonder though. Why do people jump? <laughs> you have like, no chance. Do you, like I'm, or I'm saying, like, do you think that guy is thinking, like, why did I just jump? Like midair. Like when he sees so Zion sure. go up and he's up already in the air, and he's like, ah, oh, shit. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can't not do it though, right? Uh, you're right. In the course of the game, it's like you just—it's just natural instinct. You but you should know better because he cocks it so far back. <laughs> there's no way as a shot blocker you could reach it. Like it's he's putting it like literally behind his back. Back here, there's no way. You what could what I it. like about him is that when he dunks, he dunks hard and yes. ferocious. Kind of like Javante He's Green. He's an angry Oof. dunker. Javante yeah. Green, my, hey, shout out. My dad was very impressed. Was he? Yes. Uh, good for Kev. He, he, <laughs> I mean, he was. He sent I, me a text. I've never seen a guy. I haven't seen a guy like that in a while where just every single place. It was a dunk. It was like a pogo stick, man. He was like playing on it. It was unreal. I feel like he did that in the summer league, too. I, when okay, I did he, watch he him. He did throw down a lot. But no, last that first precinct was crazy. I'd never seen anything quite like that. I mean, it just seemed like they were he had the highlight dunks, which we we knew he was capable of. But then there were some times where he was just in a position, like, okay, maybe you're gonna get a lane or whatever. No, boom, just he's like jumping through the ceiling. I like guys like that. Yeah, I, I wonder if he's gonna be that guy who gets that last roster spot. Part, I mean. It's him. It's there's Taco, you, or you put Tremont Waters into that position. I wouldn't think Stress would be the guy that would get it. You put Tremont Waters in that position, and then you give Taco the two way contract. Which, I mean, the Taco fever the other night, the Garden was rocking. It's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Tommy Heinsohn was pretty him. pumped about it too, right, Ty? Taco, Taco gets into the game. They're going crazy in the stands. He's captivated the fans already. Follow up. Gets him two, and the tacos going wacko, <laughs> and there's a blocko by Taco. That block was—I've never seen anything like that outside. Of, like, like that's when we had you know a six-foot kid in middle school playing against us. Well, more so you. You were much shorter than I was in, high, in middle school. But like, just you don't even have to jump. You just you know stand up straight. Yeah. He does. He definitely has shown Blocko. he's moving a lot better. But he's not there. I mean, neither, oh, neither 100%. He, no, yeah. he's not there. But I'm saying I, I'm impressed where he's at, where he is now. Like, it shows that he has worked on that because in that play, he had he was guarding two guys. Yep. So. I personally don't think he'll make the roster. I think there's probably a handful of guys that take over him. But 
I think he's going to make it because did you guys see the ratings, the spike they had? Yeah, fifty four percent. That's nuts. I know it's a preseason game, so I'd love to see that in a regular season game because. I mean, who's really watching at all of any preseason unless you want to see Taco fall? Mm-hmm. But th- that's got to be the reason they keep him. It's yeah. just for the economics yeah. and for you know media reasons, now, do you marketing. Th- I know like Brad talked about it. I hope that people love him or appreciate him, I believe it was, for the person that he is and all that stuff, which he is a good dude. But do you think, is it the Taco name? That's got everybody crazy. Is no. the fact he's seven five? Yes, it, both? If it was Henry yeah. Fall, it wouldn't. It'd be no. Oh, who's that? Joe Giza. I, yeah, Joe Joe Giza. Little. I yeah. saw Joe Giza joke. Yeah. But if you, yeah, it, but mostly it's because he's seven. He's seven six. Well, he's actually seven five now. Apparently, according oh, to the NBA, he's yeah, they, shrunk. They did all those remeasurements. Yeah, I guess Draymond Green wasn't happy about it. And Jason Tatum said he. I think he would have been listed at six nine. Yeah. With this new rule or. The, and no, it was previously, the old yeah, the old rule, right? He, Which gave you basically six, an inch every time, right? But he he's he uh, measures in at six eight. Which is strange. It, it didn't change. I don't know why. I, I'm confused by some of the guys. Cantor was an inch shorter too. Which, again, with the defense the other night, didn't look all that great. Yeah, it's been Bro, like I was. I was. There were two guys. I was. You know how I feel about Ojale. And I I love Robert Williams too. The blocks and everything. But they. I mean, I know it's the first preseason game, but those two were trying to do. Way too much to the point, like they were paralyzed the other night. Shabby O'Gilly. Wow, is that is that Marf Albert? Shabby O'Gilly. Yeesh, that's bad. You gotta know, you gotta do the research prior to the game. Come on, man. Not good. But I, I did you? I know Ty only saw so much of it. But did you watch? I watched bits and pieces, to be honest with you. Okay. I didn't watch Carson Edwards. I mean, another he, guy. I did see him. Yeah, love him. Yes, his shot looks. He's so quick and efficient. I mean. I, I say robotic in the sense that he's repeatable, but he's, very, he's still very fluid with his shot. But that's the guy right now that I would say of the rookies, I have the highest expectations for. Easily. Well, I mean, you could say Grant Williams, too. No. No? No. I like Grant Williams, but I I, I think Carson Edwards is the guy. Yeah. I, so, and of the rookie class. Because what's his face? Langford, when you show me that video of him shooting jumpers, that, it's, yeah. that it's shit concerning. is broken. Yeah. His feet land in weird spots. That the balance is jumper weird. is broken. Now, hitch. why, Danny, did you draft him? What, like, what's the upside? He's athletic? In this NBA, you okay. have to be able to shoot. That from, guy's shot is gross. From everything I was told from when he got drafted that night, because I did talk to some people, he's a very natural finisher, very good at getting to the rim. And scouts, some scouts thought that he would have been I think top five, top five. Without, yes. without if the, he could shoot, if he would, to, if he would, I wrote sh- about it on EA.com for those wanting to know. If he shut down his uh, season at Indiana the same time Darius Garland did, because they were kind of both mm-hmm. ranked about the same time or about the same spots, top five, top ten in their class. Darius Garland tore his meniscus, sat out. What top five pick? Mm-hmm. No problem. But Romeo coming out of high school was better than Darius uh, Garland was, right. and so. Romeo has a torn ligament in his thumb, decides to play through it, and his stock goes the other way. Right. So if he decides to get surgery and comes back, there's no way he's with the Celtics this year. No, no. He's no. a top five, top ten pick. And I think that's why they looked at it and said at 14, he's a steal. But still, I just, anytime. Because of the value. I get it, because of the value. But of the... I mean, still, he's a, he's a wing and he, he's not a shooter. And it, just, and it doesn't fit your system. Yeah, exactly. And that's something that we saw in that, that story you sent me from uh, Tim Bontemps of ESPN, wrote about the decobying. Of, of Jason Tatum, which I think we're now, where are we on, episode 14 now? I think we're going on, I think 14 episodes straight where Kobe has been brought up in some capacity. Thanks yeah, but to that, you. That, but that was stupid. Why are you going to blame it on Kobe? Because he's the guy who he trained with. I don't I, I don't necessarily but agree But I don't it, think but... Kobe ruined his game. And and what I think, 
half of it was. It's like Ty, Ty says all the time when he was sick of seeing Tatum taking those foot on the line. Yes, those are twos. Dumb. Those that that's not a mid range shot though. That's that's a bad basketball shot. That's a dumb shot. Absolutely. If you're that close, shoot behind the three point line. But to say it's Kobe's fault, maybe Kobe gave him some things that turned into bad habits. But I wouldn't say because he trained with Kobe made him a worse player. I think he just didn't fit into Stevens' system. Oh, you think Kobe wouldn't fit in Stevens' system? No, you I don't think Tatum. think Tatum... What Tatum was trying to do was trying to do too much of what maybe things he got from Kobe, and mm-hmm. it wasn't fitting in with the flow of the system. That's why it looked even worse than it was. So, which kind of proves the point I've been saying for a while is probably true that Kobe and Tatum were not necessarily the best fit in terms of trainer-coach, because that can happen. You can still have a guy who's a really good player and a guy who's a really good coach for a lot of people, but they don't necessarily gel together. That's not unfathomable. I feel like it's tough for you to swallow. It's tough for you to swallow. No, it's not because your point point, makes a lot of sense to me because I can see that with a lot of different plays. I I think Tatum is sort of like Kobe in the sense of Mm-hmm. Being able to score in the mid post and all that, I. But I'm saying if if Brad Stevens' system doesn't allow for that or that doesn't happen in their offense, then it is kind of pointless to just focus on what he probably was focused on with Kobe. Well, when I talked to him about it the other day, he said how he's he settled too much for the jumper. Okay. So uh, one of the things that you said the other day that kind of hit out to whisper was God, Jason. Um, Jason, if, if you could just um, hey, tell me, what can your you sign color my is. five out T-shirt? I should have give. I should um, have the Robert Williams <laughs> cut from what I talked about. Rate, review, subscribe, t- tell your friends. It's like a friggin' ASMR video. Dude, will you just talk to the guy. I'm telling you, if I ha- if I have the Robert Williams audio on my sound, I sound so much better. It's yeah. like, because I talk to him. Just not yelling. God, God damn it! Go ahead, Ty. You're focusing on getting to the range. Focusing on threes more. Is the mid range game kind of something you're valuing less now? I mean, I ain't forgot about it. It's just, you know, you shoot more threes, get to the basket. That kind of opens up opens up the mid-range game. Um, it makes it a little easier for you. Instead of just trying to start there, you know, you keep getting to the basket, free throws. Now you, you lose. You got your, your rhythm in you. Now you can get mid-range. And See, uh, I'll say this. We match volumes. Yeah, he's not. He can tell he's not very talkative. He's not a loud talker, but God, that is just. Well, I so thought from from that article, a pretty cool thing that I read about what pop system yes, the is. Pop stuff was cool. I, I I never knew this was a thing, but it says uh, there was a point of emphasis for Tatum this summer with uh, USA basketball coach Greg Popovich, who preaches the .5 second system, meaning players have half a second to shoot, drive, or pass after they catch the ball. Right, I like that a lot. I don't think I mean it's. And if you watch the Spurs play. Sorry to cut you off. No, that's I now I see how they play. That's obviously their system. The ball movement's always key, right, Ty? And especially white people because we're comfortable. <laughs> that, that was not the cut I was expecting. Wrong cut. I was more thinking we were going to get a Glenn cut there. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I I like that idea a lot. I mean, because that's where we've seen. I mean, that's when anytime you hear. Someone who watched the Celtics back in the eighties. That's all you hear all the time is how they move the ball so well, how they move the ball so well. Yeah. And, that's and and that last year's efficient. and last year's Celtics no. team definitely didn't do that. If you think about it, Kyrie you talk about Tatum, ball movement. You're talking about the movement of the ball. Thank you, Glenn. And you know, I I feel like they didn't. You know, if Kyrie had the ball, it stuck. Mm-hmm. If Tatum had the ball, it stuck. If Jalen had the ball, it stuck. Which it's crazy to think about now because I was watching. Um, my team, North Andover, we we had a game last night, and and it, it is it's a bad thing. The ball when some the ball gets to some people's kids' hands, 
it sticks when they when they should play it by the point five second signal. Especially if you catch it off uh, a reversal or anything, you should catch and either and attack a closeout. It's the easiest way to either score or get someone else an open basket. What's so tough about that is. Having some of the, some of the best players in the league love to have the ball slow it down a little bit, and you, and you need those guys at the same time too. 100 percent. It's depending on the possession, right? But the, yes, absolutely depending on the possession. But there, are, but more often than not, I would rather ha- see guys just trying to move the ball around so quickly. But that's why the Warriors are so good, yes, because they have a feel the ball for doesn't stick exactly. And when or when they do kind of slow it down, it's at the right moments in the course of the game. That's just why. But they have just so much damn talent and the chemistry too for them. But uh, actually, another thing on the Celtics. Actually, what am I saying? You got pissed the other day when I p- tweeted out that Jalen Brown. So if you're not following us already on Twitter, at 5 Pod, I tweeted out this video the other day from practice where Jalen Brown was practicing his behind-the-back passes. Matt was not a huge fan of that. It was the stupidest shit I've ever seen. Why is it the stupidest shit you've ever seen? What could have he had done in that five minutes other than doing that? What did that do to make him a better passer? He's trying to practice on everything, I guess. He, he was working through every, everything. Okay, of that what, my, I guess Drew this is... Moves, shooting, all of it. All right, but I guess this is my point. Who is, who is playing, like, defense or no anything? One. On? No one. It's, it's just him throwing behind the back pass. Well, that's not a game like... My thing is, I don't like when these NBA players, and it's not just Brown when they do, like, a workout, and they're doing stuff that's, one, not game speed, and two, there's no like defense or anything on him. He's just throwing behind. That's not what a game's gonna be like. You're not gonna have that much space. There's gonna be someone up on you. But don't you gotta practice the reps with? Like it's like, no, like in you, a bullpen I, where you like. I keep hate to do that to bring it back to baseball. But it's like, don't you have to? No. You don't start there and then build no. up. No shooting, shooting. Right? You can. I guess you can catch and shoot. And well, of course you can do it, and you can do it like less than game speed. Well, not I'm get, just not, saying dribbling. I think dribbling drills, passing drills, any of that stuff, even shooting drills for most of it. If you're not going game rep in a game, you your your body's more sped up. So if you practice it one way and train with it one way, then in a game you're doing it a different way. I don't understand how that how that works. But with something like a behind the back pass, where you have to get the mechanics right with it, otherwise you're going to be making stupid okay, passes. But when and the, how many times in the year is he going to make that friggin' pass? He shouldn't make it too much. No shit. That's what my point is. It, that's why I said when I watched him do this, I was like, why don't you make? Why don't you take some jumpers? And obviously, he followed up and was like, oh, <laughs> asking ye shall yeah, receive. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Whatever. But. My point is, in that five minutes that you said he did it, that's a waste of five minutes. It is. He could have taken what forty shots. Thank you, fifty Ty. shots in that time. It's a waste. Of, it's a waste more. of time to me. I'm not saying the behind the back pass is like some as a bad play or anything. No. It's just the. It's like the video of him doing it. It just was like, all right. You do, first off, you're going half speed. <laughs> what? Like, how are you getting anything out of that? Like I said, it's only just getting more comfortable with being able to do something like that in the course of the game if you okay. need to do well, that. Well, hey, Jalen, if you turn it over this year, throw him behind the back, I'm going to throw something <laughs> through the TV. Or if I'm at the game, I'm going to throw something at you on the court. Are you Behind the back. Yeah, I was going to say, you sit behind the bench now, right? No, I'm on the other side. I don't want the guys to see me. Because I know that all the guys listen to the Five Out Pods. Yes, so. well, we find out there are people in the Celtics organization that do listen to the Five Out Podcast. Yeah, I, sit a- I sit across. I don't want them to know where I am. Yeah, smart man, smart man. <clears throat> but anyway... Was there anything else from the Celtics? Do you want to play that audio from Brad? Oh, the you oh, just mentioned yes, it. So yes, might as well oh, play it. that's a good point. Yes, yes. Go ahead. Great. How often do you think you'll be able to play five out throughout the season? When you say five out, what do you mean by that? Well, like without. No, 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 no. By the no, way, you're gonna, you're gonna put that little drop. This little drop. When you say five out, what do you mean by that? 
That's got to go in the open now. I think I think post we will people have already heard that in the open. They'll be wondering who was that, and now they'll know it's Brad Stevens. When you say five out. What do you mean by that? See, in the re- and I you know to, what we mean, Brad. Well, when I talk, so that was Mark D'Amico that asked him of the, of the Celtics.com. He was asking him, I think, about the course of um, not even the fact that they don't have Al Horford anymore, and someone that can stretch the floor as can, a big. Can they play five out? Exactly. But, I honestly, when you sent me the audio, I thought it was you. I, I thought you were the one that asked the question or well, something like if, that. If that was me, it would have, been, it would have sounded a lot more. Let's like look this. at Brad yeah. Stevens. Hi, Brad. I kind of call him at this point the little engine that could coach. <laughs> <laughs> our, our guy, Chris Broussard. Yeah, uh, yo, Chris Broussard. You love him, Ty. What a loser. Uh, but I actually had to clarify with Brad afterwards, and I didn't get this on recording or anything, but I was okay to say it that he didn't know if it was if he was talking about the you know, offense five out or if he was talking about our show. So that's why he's five said, out. What yeah. you mean by that? So obviously he's thinking of us first. Yeah, uh, of course. Why wouldn't common he? misconception? Yeah, it happens all the time. Because I hate to tell you, they ain't playing five out with Cantor's ass out there. And he basically said that in this answer. Say five out. What do you mean by that? Yeah, well, like without spacing on the as a center on the three point center line. at the three point yeah. line, or even if you guys go small. Uh, with a power forward uh, Like super small? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd say the super small lineup, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but not a ton with our bigs that we have. I don't think that's their strength. It's not what they do best. But they can put threats on the defense by being in the dunker and by rolling. Um, and, you know, again, canter with post-ups, those type of things. Did, I mean, does can, canter post-up? Like, is, is he legit in the post? What the hell is that? I love when you get the audio from the Celtics practice. There's always the ball bouncing in the background. It's absurdly loud. It just gets louder and louder and louder. <laughs> what were you saying? I was saying Canner is a post-up player. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Is he good in the post, yes, I guess? Okay. he's good in the post. Four I know he's four a great rebounder. Yeah, he's a good rebounder. He's um, four, he was what, four for four the other night, um, yeah. 11 points, three for five so, from the line. So I get what Brad's saying in, with the bigs because in the he calls it the dunker spot. I say, we say it in the high school terms like, we call it in the room. Oh. Which, like, you're kind of not in the short corner, but you're like, you're able to receive a drop down pass. Mm-hmm. Which I think Robert Williams, which I never, where I never liked, um, Horford was never a great guy to be in that position. No. Because I never thought, one, he was a great finisher. No, he's fine. Not that great. Though. Or dunker. Uh, Definitely not. Um, so, but, like, Robert Williams is obviously a lob guy. So oh, he, yeah. He started Lord. the night off like that. What? The Time Lord. The, the Time, Time Lord. Lord, of course. Yeah, he started off with one the other um, The guy from France, did he play last night? Poirier, yeah. He, play, he only played, like, five minutes, but he did good defensively, which okay. is all I care about with him. I don't need any offense out of you. Cantor's going to provide that. Tice is oh, going to. Oh, that's what I was thinking of. I couldn't. Baines, he was never a guy that could play that spot. He was another one who no. was allergic around the rim. Yeah, he could clog up. He clogged up the lanes on both ends of the floor. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Uh, but. Poirier looked fine. Actually, John Krause and Mass Live did a pretty good breakdown of the defense the other night. I highly recommend going to reading that. Um, but yeah, Poirier looked pretty good. Rob- I mean, like I said it before, Robert Williams, I was immensely disappointed with how he looked the other night. Cause that's he, lo- lo- he, guys- he just gambles too much on defense, and Brad has like said it last doing year. That. I know he doesn't. You, you talk about basketball IQ, and it's like, yeah, when the guy's going up for a block shot, you can get some freak freaking blocks. And, you know, yeah, but then you also up. can leave your guy wide open for a dunk. You know, and you never cover the passing lanes. Just, yeah. and, and he's so he's normally, this is where you knew something was off like in terms of him trying to do too much. He moves very well for a guy his size. Mm-hmm. But the other night, he looked like it was... Kind of like Aaron Baines, who was clunky and not I mean, his, indecisive. I, I feel like his ceiling is Capella. I think that's. I don't know who his comps have been, but I don't hate that. Do you like I, that one? Oh, I don't know. I don't. He has the athleticism to be Clint Capella, but I don't know if he has the smarts to do it. Well, that's mm-hmm. why I said his ceiling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think he has that potential though. Cause I think it's a little bit lower. I. Okay. I don't know. I, I'm not a fan of Robert Williams. Really? No. Why? I mean. Young, athletic, but guys that 
our projects, how often do they ever work out? Like yeah. that guys that are like, hey, if you give him a few years, you you put him in some games, he might learn. Usually, it's you have slow, steady improvements. Like Jimmy Butler took off from like two to eight to fourteen to twenty to then being a superstar. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see that progression with Robert Williams. No. I doubt it. I no. mean, that's a, that's no. such a rare case and, ever in the NBA. Yeah, and you're right about the like the basketball IQ part. Uh, most guys, you either have it or you don't. Right. Some guys can learn a little bit. Like Ty said, he could pick up a few things. But at the end of the day, is he going to be like, you know, Al Horford basketball IQ-wise? No. That is that is the biggest problem with him at this point. I heard some idiot like this summer on 98.5 The Sports Hub. Uh, oh. I'm trying to remember who it was. Basically had the hottest takes I've ever heard on Robert Williams. Said he would be better than Hakeem Olajuwon. Okay, well that's why he was listening to that was station instead of ours. It was Southie? absurd. It might have been. <laughs> was he from Southie? <laughs> was the caller from Southie? I don't know. That is Hakeem Olajuwon. Are you kidding me? It just needs an opportunity. Apparently. Well, that and then that's the problem with some Celtics fans. Like I'm a pretty realistic Celtics fan. There's some green teams out there, man. Like. I mean, Jay Crowder at one point was like a legit wing mm-hmm. in the NBA. And I'm yeah. like, guys, come on. I liked Jay Crowder when he was here, but that's because he was so much better than what he expected him to be. Because he worked it, hard and stuff. I don't know. We overvalue people. Yeah, well, it happens all the time here. I mean, I think fans are doing that with now with Taco Fall, based on all the oh, hype. Oh, they think he's going to play. And like you said, you're right. He's not He's not he's there not ready. yet. No, but he, you, but I, he might I never be. Impro- no, he might never. But he's worth He's worth giving a shot. He's a project. He is, he is an absolute project, but because of his freakish height and, I mean, you would think he can rebound well because of that. But again, he doesn't move all that well. It's almost like he has to be in a certain spot, and if it doesn't yeah. go there... How is he going to grab it? He's just not made for this game in the sense of how much space there is. And well, I mean, but even then, Matt, back then, it's, I mean, how often he do we hear— he, sep- he could be Sean Bradley if it was back yeah. how they played back then. I, yeah, I, I feel like— Clog up the paint. Yes. Be tall. He could do that. My What I more so was going for is I feel like guys, even guys who are seven-footers, we, never, we don't usually hear that they're perennial all-stars, Hall of Famers, superstars. Yao Ming. That, Yao Ming, Shaq. Was Matumbo uh, seven feet? Was he six yeah, eleven? No, he, he was. What does it matter? Six eleven, seven feet. Right. Well, this is true. But I'm just saying that this this, this super freakish yeah, tall guy. They're, they're, so they're few and far between. That's why Shaq was such a freak because he moved around so well. Correct. No one moved like he did oh, at he's that height. He's a freak. Yeah, but Yao didn't move like. No, he did. No, you're right. They're few and far between when you have a legit big. Exactly. Um, you know what you mentioned to me before too? Before we get into the Daryl Morey freaking mess, it's such, yeah. a, it's such a dumbass. You have your list of top three most hated players in the NBA. Yes, I have. I have my top three. Ty, do you, would you be able to rattle off your top three off the top of your head? I probably could. Yeah. Okay. So, Matt, why don't you start us off? Do you want me to talk about how this all came about? Yes, please do, because right. I'll give Ty and I a little time so, to think of our top three. One, one of the eighth graders I coach at my school, he, uh, he, of course, he pulled a nick and he came up to me and wanted to chirp me about the uh, Ben Simmons <laughs> three in my face. So you know that was fun, and then but then he was like. We started talking about Ben Simmons, and he's like, you know, if, do you have like a, a any other anybody else that you hate? Like, do you have like a top three? And I was like, oh, that's a good question. Oh yeah, I know all three. I, I, and I asked the kid to guess them, and of course he nailed it because this is how much I talk to these kids about how much I hate some of these players. Uh, so one is James Harden, shock. Uh, two or three, I don't know who I hate more in this two to three spot. Well, let's just go two is Kyrie. Okay. And three is Ben Simmons. You're totally a jilted lover when it comes to No, Kyrie but it's Irving. not, it's not, it's talking about, see, I don't hate his game. I just hate him now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can, why would you? And I always that? liked his game. 
And I always will like his game, but I just hate him as a person. I think he's a total D-bag. But uh, that's my top three. And then Ty asked me, what about Dwight? And I said, uh, he's still a scrub. you got to be, like, relevant in the league to for me to hate you. I don't know who my top three most hated guys are. I don't like Harden at all. Not as, not nearly as much as you do. High five. I don't I don't know if I've... Have I dumped on a lot of people on this? Mm, no, not really. No, I mean, it will be him, probably Dwight. You know who I don't like a lot? I don't like Chris Paul. That's the guy who I don't uh, like. Yeah, I've, you've, I've never, always, you've always voiced that. Yeah, so I would say probably... Actually, it might be... I would say over the duration, not so much now, but over the duration of time, Chris Paul has been my least favorite player. Now, do you, do you hate Chris game. Paul because he punches guys in the nuts? Or, like, what's your reason for There's hating a, him? Well, you know, but I, I like Dwight Howard because he punches LeBron in the nuts or whatever. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Just because we the, the TV's on in the studio we're at. Did you see Andre Drummond shoot that oh three? Oh, my God. Dude. I'm sorry to interrupt. That. Andre Drummond Dude, shooting threes? He pulled it and then started running back like he made it. And the thing must have hit the other side of the backboard. And I think there was a dent in the backboard. It was, it was the funniest so thing I've ever was seen. Was it like the Nick Young where he shot the three and had the arms uh, in the no, air walking I mean, backwards? No, almost. Not that he didn't bad. turn his whole back, but like he shot it <laughs> and was like feeling good about it. Yeah, <laughs> it was real bad. A yeah, little backpedal. I think he held it up, too. It's like, dude, you oh. shoot you shoot 30% from the free throw line. Why are you going to shoot a three? Right. Yeah. Um, That's just dumb. That was, ba- yeah, that was bad. I forgot about that one. Sorry. So, no, no, no. I'm glad you brought it up. It was too funny. So I would say Harden. Well, Paul, Harden, and then Dwight are probably my three. But I can't really, I, I don't know, I don't have anybody that jumps out outside of Paul and Harden. What about you, Ty? Uh, number three, Shane Battier. Really? <laughs> oh, now we're going all the time. I used to wow. hate him putting his hand I in hated, the face. I hated that. I hated him and Bruce Bowen always used to put their foot under the shooter. Yeah. You oh, would roll the ankles. He was the guy you always wanted on your team, kind of like a Joakim Noah. Like, it just seems like he's doing everything right, probably talking some shit too. And then mm-hmm. if he's not on your team, you hate him type of guy. Number two, J.R. Smith. Oh, that's a good People one. People love J.R. I hate J.R. People I, love I, J.R.? I think I don't know if it's just the social media. I think and, around and, here, well, around here, we don't think he's a dumbass. Kind of some like empathy for him being just a stone. I don't know. He's just he's a likable guy, not really a likable player. He makes a lot of dumb mistakes. I don't think he really is passionate about the game. He plays high half the time. It seems like it's probably true. <laughs> uh, number one, LeBron. I, I I've hated LeBron yes! for so long. Yeah, you know what? That's a good call. LeBron. Uh, hey, listen, I appreciate that. I, I can't. He's not in my top three because I appreciate his greatness on the court, but. As a guy in the court, he he would he'd crack my top five. Yeah, you know what? I'm probably gonna switch I love it, him. Ty. In. I love it. Mm, I don't know. If, I'm gonna switch him in over Dwight. You know who? Not, you know yeah. also I could throw in there. I'm, I don't like KD. Honorable really mention. Who? JR Smith. That's a good call. JR Smith. <laughs> That's one of mine. What an asshole he is. I, I mean, how, what was that? The guy was. They, they didn't game know the was, score of the game. Was it tied? Right? It was tied. He said I, no, no, they were I losing. thought we were, I they were losing. They were losing, weren't they? Uh-huh. No, no, it was tied. Yeah, it was he tied thought he thought they were winning. Yeah. What a dumbass. Uh yeah. Anyway, uh, what was the last thing? Oh, what do we have? Oh, what's up, Rob? Oh, okay. It's Never Rob mind. Bradford. Yeah, Rob Bradford's crashing the studios. <laughs> do you want to turn the mic? No, you don't want to hop on? Is there something you need to talk to me about? Is this on? This is on. It's rolling. What's up, Rob? We're live. Five we, out pod. We were just talking about our three least favorite NBA players, and Ty actually went all kind of all time because you brought in yeah, Batty. Yeah, went all time. Would you happen to know who your three least favorite NBA players are ever? Least in terms of covering, in terms of playing. If you could do, but hey, whatever. No, nah, I mean, I, they're all very, very nice human beings, Nick. 
I, I just enjoy the great game of basketball, and everyone has a different skill set. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I mean, I'm not going to say that it drove me nuts that Eric Strickland couldn't shoot at all or that Mark Blunt was making $8 million a year. I mean, it was like, no, they're all fine human beings. Oh, uh, Blunt, was, that's a good call. That's a good uh, call. That was, the one, that was the one where I'm like, and I know there's plenty of examples, I'm like, this guy is going to make $8 million a year. I mean, it is like that. That is a wake up call of all wake up calls. <laughs> it, it, it just was. It was like this is this is not right. This professional athletic thing is not right. Where did you go wrong in life, there? I, I know. I, I so I saw. By the way, I saw. This is a little off topic, but I saw the uh, the Netflix documentary on the guy from uh, Turkey. Have you guys seen this? No, I have not. Oh, see, this is my five out movie recommendation. Oh. This is my sole purpose in life <laughs> there's a there's a good documentary about uh the this guy who comes over to turkey from turkey because turkey doesn't have any basketball players and he was the great hope to actually make it in the nba and he ended up getting drafted by the dallas mavericks he never even went to college he went to img academy okay. and <laughs> and and so he got drafted by dallas I'm not going to spoil the rest of it, but you should go. You should go watch this. Okay. If the five out. That's what it should be. Nice. There should be a segment. The, this is good. Five, yeah, five out movie review. Five out movie review. Yeah. By the way, also, I'm I'm going to I may be or I may not be the head varsity basketball coach of a high school this year. No really? way. Where are you getting back? He used I, to coach a ton too. right? Yeah, I used to coach at Concord Academy. Yes, yeah. I um, I was uh, I was hired today. Oh wow. And, um, Congratulations! Yes, and so uh, <laughs> no public school. No pr- private school. Oh, private school. Five out. Not five. There's no five out offense in my system. No. What do you go? Three. What isolation? Did you oh, just okay. shake your hand at him for pro- co- uh, coaching a private school? No, I was going to ask him a question. He was coaching. It's called. Team. I don't know if you've heard it. Brewster Academy. I'm coaching now. No, you're not. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> I was going to say hell no. You know he played there, right? What? Yeah, I played there. No, I know that, oh, but okay. there's no way you're coaching. Yeah, that. yeah. Well, why not? I beat Brewster. I went up there and beat Brewster oh, when I was right. coaching before. That's right. I remember anyway, that. We, we could talk more about I don't want to interrupt you guys. Sorry, Tyler. Thank Tyler's shake, shaking his head. Thank like, you. What are you. What are you doing We're running here? long on time here. Oh, yeah. Sorry, man. It's like... We're what? Now, I want to ask you. You had Oh, a, oh now we're going to... Before, <laughs> yeah, before right. you go, you had a take. I don't know when it happened, but in our system, it's labeled Bradfo. Kyrie is controversial. <laughs> Is Kyrie not on your least uh, hated players list or most hated players list? No, my my thing with Kyrie was you've probably sat through some Patrick Gilroy Celtics takes, right? One or two. He has to be on this podcast. Oh, he and I talked about oh, it last yeah, night. He's yeah, going right. to come on, yeah. Gilroy friend the, the, of the show. The, the about face that people did on Kyrie Irving last year was crazy. It was, it was yeah, you sweep. Who they sweep? Indiana, right? Mm-hmm. And... Go back to the stories about Kyrie has it all figured out. Remember there was a story in ESPN.com that came out. We figured out how Kyrie is going to lead us, all everything. And then they beat Milwaukee, and all of a sudden Kyrie, everybody's figured out everything. And then, boom, you lose four games in a row in a matter of a week and a half, and that all of a sudden defines what Kyrie Irving is, which, by the way, was right. But it just is, is a huge lesson of – you know, let's not make our heroes heroes. No, nah, he had a death in his family. 
Yes, I know. Uh, people was, people I mean, forget that. Yeah, people do forget that. Yeah. Anyway, you know, I don't. So I don't know what. Nine months ago, it happened. Go, we continue. appreciate your presence. Thank you. I uh, listen to every uh, one of these podcasts. You're doing a great job. Well, it, it is your job. Rating a review, so you can get the shirt. Congratulations. Are you, have you gotten some? Have you oh, get yeah. some out? We got the shirts. Yep. Oh, look at that. I'll be sending them out. Yep. Andy Hart said he wants one too, but he's got to leave a rating review just like everybody yes, else. And also, you have to cut off the sleeves. Yeah, came out pretty good. Yeah, well, thank look at you, that. Tyler. Yeah. You got one, Tyler? I haven't gotten one yet. Oh that, my that god! What's going on? I don't think Ty's left the rating and review yet. I, I don't. I have not. No, he's a, on the pie. He's old. He's like a try I'm a content owner. creator, and I'm getting treated like a peasant. Yeah. Well, we ha- we ordered a certain amount to help our ratings and reviews on iTunes. The first thing you do is give a T-shirt to each one of the members of the, each one of the co-hosts. Well, Matt has left the a rating and oh, he's left the review. So at least I know he did that. Uh, but we have the ratings, so we know people left whatever. the reviews. Yeah, I you can, didn't I tell can, me I how can, to do. It. I got the shirts. I can, I can only tell you. how Fennis to do Dembo it. and I got the shirts. I, I can only Fennis. tell you. Yeah, I saw Fennis Dembo. <laughs> yeah. it actually, looked like he was Fennis Dembo's dad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go Rick, ahead. Cut shots that one fired, Rick. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. That's Rob Bradford. That's Rob. Bradford. You know, I really appreciate too that Rob was in the defensive stance the entire time he was here too. <laughs> refused to sit down. But yes, that is uh, that's my boss, everybody. Rob Bradford. The fearless leader of the pod, co- pod combination initiative. Kyrie is controversial. <laughs> Thank you, Rob. <clears throat> Did not know that. All right, last thing before we get rolling, because I'm sure we're we're getting close on our time limit. Ty, am I right? Uh, we are at just under 40 minutes. Oh, okay, good. So we have perfect amount of time to talk about this friggin' stupid stuff. So <sighs> the number one story in the NBA, like I said uh, at the intro of the show, and Matt's Matt's turned his mic off in the course of this, has been <laughs> Daryl Morey. Started just a total freaking shitstorm with China. So he went and support, tweeted something out in support of the pro democracy demonstrators in Hong Kong that upset China, where the Rockets were, I guess, the number one team over there, probably because of Yao Ming, definitely because of Yao Ming. Absolutely. And then he actually ended up taking that tweet down because China was upset. China called for his job at one point, he has not been fired. Now the NBA has tried to clean all this up. Adam Silver released a statement. China did not like the statement. Adam Silver released another statement. Steve Kerr has been asked about it. Steve Kerr had no comment. Popovich has been asked about it. And we'll play, we have the sound for all these. Popovich was asked about it. And he uh, basically just supported Adam Silver in the course of all. Those are two guys who are very politically outspoken here. Then the Nets and the Lakers are in China right now. They're supposed to play. They had NBA Cares events canceled. The game, as of as the time we're recording this podcast, the game is still on, but there's been concern over whether or not the game will get canceled. They've been taking down posters for the game and everything. So it's a total mess, and I think that if we just had statistics that would have shown Daryl Morey, this kind of thing would have happened if he, did, if he had spoken up like he did, then he probably wouldn't have done it, because that's all he needs is numbers. This is the issue. He, he doesn't know how to read people. This is honestly... So Ty was very upset over... I mean, you were upset overall. So when you say if you just showed Daryl Morey the numbers, then he might have like reacted differently. It or, was a poor or... attempt at a joke that he's a stat humper. Oh, I don't think it was a joke. It was true, I guess. Sure, fine. Yeah, but anyways, uh, when when you say that, what Daryl Morey was trying to do was share a human opinion. He, he he wasn't evaluating the the blowback or the criticism he would get because why would you ever think that there would be blowback for that tweet? Because you're dealing the, with the a tweet, communist nation. The, so you got to give him to communists now? No, I'm not saying you give it. No, you, you don't start a fight with them when it's not your country. Why, why would anyone think that's a fight, though? He, all he said, Nick, was because literally six words. It said, fight for freedom, stand for Hong Kong. Because they're... Hong Kong is the is the part of, of China that is most like America. So why would mm-hmm. why would anyone think that 
a logical person would have a problem with that tweet. Okay. Personally, okay, and we are not very – I want to throw this out there. We're a fairly apolitical show when it comes to all this. But this, this does but affect the NBA. We're not, we'll get to that later. It does, talk, it does affect the NBA. But when it comes to communism versus you know a, a democratic republic like we live in, you're not dealing with the same people who, people who have the same thought processes we do necessarily. I'm not, say, like, I'm not saying I don't stand – I don't agree with what right. Hong Kong is necessarily doing. I don't, I don't know a lot about it, which is why I don't have a problem with Kerr not talking about it as much as he's – Quick to That's bash probably Trump. the smart way to go right now. I, yeah, just shut up. It's the best thing that these guys can do right now. I mean, DeAndre Jordan, you can make fun of him for being a dumbass all you want, but we have the cut from him getting interviewed, right? And he, he said nothing, essentially. It was unfortunate that the events were canceled today, but we're not experts in that field. But what we are experts in is basketball, and we wanted to come here to promote basketball and see all of our fans in China and they love a lot of the our games and the, us as players and they follow us and we love them and we wanted to come out here and just promote basketball and uh, that's that's really what it's all about. I think that was a very impromptu email, I mean, interview too because he, the, the sound quality in that, the ESPN, you would think that it was like done in a friggin' shed or something. Right, and what he's talking about was an NBA Cares event where the NBA was trying to dedicate a school yep. to, in China to... You know, help help the education process there. They still have, and it. they shut they shut down the event. Yes. The school is still going to obviously go on, but they didn't want the NBA and the Brooklyn Nets to be tied to this. It's yeah, in, all because of a tweet saying that we need to stand for Hong Kong right. and, and fight for freedom. And, I, and that's my my thing in this is that when it, I, I understand that people want to speak up, especially when you have a bigger platform and all this stuff. Right. If you want to do that, that's fine. I personally don't feel like that, that, that there's always a need to necessarily do that, but with something like this. When you don't know the country you're really talking about, you just know dem- democracy, I support that. You don't know what's going on over there. You don't know what those people are like. Like the, the, You don't know what it's like in China. Yeah. And, the, and then why would you think that they're going to just go and react to this normally? It's just, it's, you're talking about another place's government. They're not rational. Well, didn't they have that whole thing with, um, isn't Winnie the, Winnie the Pooh band over there now It's too? now some sort of like symbol of resistance. It's, they, yeah, it's weird. Winnie the Pooh is, is a symbol of resistance in China, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they said, I think someone said that he looked like their their what was it their leader, whatever he is, looked like Winnie the Pooh or something like that. China, China's a weird place. Well, that's my whole point. How do you and now South Park's band over there too? They're they're right. going at him too. And and I think I saw that a Sixers fan had a we stand with Hong Kong sign at the game. He got eje- he or she got ejected. And the game was in Philly. Yeah, it was the same game that Ben Simmons hit a three. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> and, and he, he got ejected now. So most I'll memorable that forever. Most memorable preseason saw game a milestone ever. and then got ejected. But anyway. You, you, you. We were talking about this before the show. Yeah, this is going to impact the NBA significantly because it's not looking good. I, you know, I, I absolutely think that people that say that this is not a sports story are just—I don't know if it's head buried in the sand or ignorance or what it is—but because the the explosions of contracts, we talked about it many times that there are thirty and forty million dollar year contracts going to these guys who probably don't deserve it. Max deals to guys like Luol Deng was getting a huge deal like right when the uh, the economy started to boom for the NBA. And those are going to go away. Right. That's not going to happen anymore because there are 800 million consumers of the NBA uh, over in Asia and China. And if they are going to now say that we're trying to turn our back on pro basketball in America, turn our back on the league, then that is so much money down the drain. There are 350 million Americans. So if the whole... If the whole uh, base of Asian consumers turns their back on America, you're basically uh, on the NBA. You're basically losing two and a half America's worth of consumers to your product. 
And it's wild to think about, but, yeah. but these massive contracts won't ever last if China, the way that this is going, does end up kind of saying, we don't want the NBA. We're done with you guys, which mm-hmm. now that they're starting to, that process seems to be getting further and further every day. If everybody, if Daryl Morey and others are bothered by the fact that the NBA does business with China, there are, there are ways that you could have gone about this. And if Daryl Morey had serious, seriously wants to support, I, this is my thing always too, if you want to support some cause like this, I feel like there are other ways besides just speaking out. In America, you can make a difference by speaking out, sure. But when you're dealing with some other kind of some other place like this, it's not necessarily going to work. And we're not talking about, you know, London, where it's, you know, you, you go and speak out about something that's going on over there. They may be more tolerant with free speech or whatever, or other places that are similar to America. Right. We're talking about a, a communist nation. So, like, this is, this is the kind of shit that's going to happen. That's why I just, from the get-go, shouldn't have said anything. This and is dumb. M- Maury hasn't said anything about China and the NBA, I don't think. And no, he, but, he may have tweeted like in the uh, but if the he felt if he felt like that before about the standing with the democracy and that oh wow this is an issue a real issue over there we should talk about this as a league like we're so heavily involved with them it may hurt our wallet but it's that much of an issue if you really want to fix it that's how you fix it is you talk to the league and then they make the adjustments accordingly you don't go and fire off a tweet like this and. Again, he, it usually those things are empty Twitter words. Like you, that's, you that's, see, it, you're trying to you're trying to win points on social it media. It's something that happens nowadays. Everyone sees it. Yeah, you try and say something that will get you applause and retweets and likes. I don't think that's what D- Daryl Morey was doing. Uh, you really? He's, he's you don't? No, I I think he sees an inhumane situation, and his he has he knows he has business over there. But I don't think he ever thought that there would be a turn, uh, a heel turn. Oh, I wouldn't say a heel turn because these <laughs> people are communists. Yeah. You're always going to be a heel if you're a communist. I don't think he <laughs> thought that these people would be would be willing to take the 1.5 billion dollar value and tank it for the Rockets because of a tweet that kind of goes along with them, uh, goes against the the politics of communists. This has gone farther than I expected. Yeah. I will admit. But I did not. I'm not stunned by how pissed they are at the Rockets. Yeah, that's the well, one. And I, I think a lot of a lot of why Americans are pissed at you know James Harden and Daryl Morey and the Rockets is because they apologize. The league too, like their first statement, I think, was something along the lines of "This was a regrettable statement by Daryl Morey." Well, and yeah. here's audio of James Harden. This this is what kind of started the whole thing. This is him apologizing, and people did not like this. Uh, yeah, we apologize. Um, you know, you know, we love China. We love. You know, playing there, uh, I know for, for both of us individually, we go there, you know, once or twice a year. Uh, they show us the most important love. So, you know, we appreciate them as a fan base and uh, we love everything, you know, they're about. And, and, uh, and, you know, we appreciate the support that they give us individually and as an organization. So, uh, you know, we love you. Wow. Oh. He had no plan going into that. that was, yeah, no you, plan. How do you not talk to somebody before that? Uh, yeah, we apologize. No, man, that that was bad. Look, again, I'm not saying I disagree with Maury's stance on this in terms of... You know, I don't think anyone does. Yeah. Except not, for Matt, who's just, like sitting quiet over here. No, he's just... This is something that he doesn't... <laughs> like, it's... I mean, we... The whole show is about talking about basketball, not about politics, but sometimes... But unfortunately, with the NBA, you know, it just... It, Falls into it I'm, constantly. I'm just listening, fellas. Trying to educate yourself. Yeah, yeah. Hey, ex- <laughs> basketball stuff. I got my. You know, I, I just don't like politics. But. Uh, is, yeah, we apologize. This is just the um, most ridiculous. This is this is ridiculous. What it's turned into. I mean, it's it, it's something we should discuss though, because the game could be affected by this. If if there is. If we're going down the path of China turning their back on the NBA, this could be massive. Yes, oh, it would massive. be massive. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. Business. For business. But then again, you can't doubt. 
the actions of communists. If they're doing what they're doing now, banning the talk of Rockets basketball, removing Rockets memorabilia and merchandise from the Chinese version of Amazon. Well, like then Rachel Nichols they're, had they're, the whole thing. They're with, blacking uh, out the games. The yep. fans are afraid to show their faces. Here's yes. Rachel Nichols from the jump yesterday talking about the Lakers and Nets, who are obviously one of the games being played uh, in Shanghai, right? Is it in Shanghai? Yes, yeah, Shanghai. They're playing in Shanghai, and the Lakers fans, a lot of them in Asia, were trying to meet LeBron and the guys off the team bus, and here's more from Rachel Nichols. Because of all of the controversy with the government, what would usually be hundreds, maybe even a thousand fans gathering to see them get off the bus or go to certain events has turned into just a much more thin crowd, dozens of, of fans maybe, Kevin. And in fact, those fans, while they're eager to come out and see these players... They don't want people to really know it. There were some fans that greeted the Lakers bus last night, but as soon as NBA entertainment cameras came over to show them being excited about the Lakers, we saw a bunch of fans hide their faces because Mm. they didn't want to be on record supporting the NBA. That is a huge change from what we've seen over here in the past. I mean, it's it's a totally different place. It is another world over there, and that's why, again, with Maury, like you're not. I mean, if you go seriously, the, the, we've seen it with it just with a nation like that where they're run under a different system than we are in terms of the government. You have to understand they're probably not going to react the same way. And as much as Daryl Maury isn't necessarily LeBron James in terms of his profile, you have to realize that when you run an organization like that, especially when the Rockets are as popular as they are over there, which I'm sure he knows that full well, they are going to take notice of that. And there's a good chance. If you're promoting a different type of government system than they have, it is going to piss them off. And now the NBA is going to take a huge hit from yeah. it. My mic has to be on if I want to record this. Yeah. Um, what, what do you guys think about LeBron not speaking out about this? He has the biggest platform of any person in pro sports in the world. And I think if he says something, there could be change. Do you have a problem with him not saying anything? Do you think there could be change But from LeBron, from anybody talking about this? I would say change in terms of how the NBA is acting. They're not doing anything now. The and NBA won't change how they're, they're acting until they're, they're... There are people that are calling for them to remove themselves and their presence in China. I well, don't think it's going to happen, but don't you think that, there should, that LeBron should say something? When they leave China. Because if so long as they're there, I, I don't think that they're safe, to be honest. Well, I think that even that it's more reason that LeBron should talk out. Because he, if LeBron's going to talk about it, he's probably going to speak against it, I would think. Yeah. I would think most people aren't okay with what's with the, the, and, the idea of him being a communist nation. But again, this is like you're talking about you're in their house and you're telling them, "I don't like how you run your family. I don't like how you keep things." That's a good point. And yeah. that's where it's like you're, you. Uh, what? I mean, if I went and talked to Matt and I said, "Hey, Matt, like you know, we've known each other forever, but I don't like how you're treating your girlfriend. If you could ever get a girlfriend, I've mom went to well, talk." Mo- most people will be offensive. You know, it, they'll be they'll take offense to it. it that's, Whether you're right or you're wrong. Exactly. And that's exactly what that's what this situation is right now. You're telling somebody how they're treating their significant other or they're treating their family and and you're and it's an unreasonable person in this case. They are unreasonable. There's no there's no doubt about it. I mean, this is not you're not going to have a game because a, a general manager of another organization said that I don't like I'm supporting another I guess protesters or whatever. It's just like that's what I that's what I mean. Like Maury created this whole shitstorm and it, sh- it shouldn't exist. So what about Greg Popovich, guy who's not there, uh, loud mouth in terms of anything anti-Trump, anti he doesn't know what an- anti-conservative. They don't know this country. You should no one should talk about it. Like you, uh, seriously, and especially with the Nets and Lakers, there you should not talk about it with people there that are part of the league. Don't talk about it right now. When they come back, if you want to talk about it, that's fine. But they're not safe while they're there. I'm convinced of that. I believe that. Do you think you should talk about it right now? I mean, he, he Pop? Was, yeah. 
absolutely, Pop should be talking about it. But I'm saying with the Nets and the Lakers in that country, you're not worried they're going to get. They're gonna, again, we're talking about unreasonable, uh, unreasonable people based on their reactions from Maury's comments. I know and we're not talking about North Korea here. This is obviously a communist country, but they're not going to kidnap LeBron James for saying a comment about the, the government. Why do you why, um, look? I don't know the Chinese government, but why do you think that that's not possible? That they're going to kidnap LeBron James? Yeah, I'm. I mean, seriously. I, because they probably have security guards with them all times in in China. They have, you think they have all the security guards enough to handle whatever chi- if China wants to take hold of the whole, all the teams there. If they thought that was a possibility, they would have never sent them there. They didn't think. Is the, I, I mean, mean, if they it, do that, you're talking about like you're talking about war, bro. I, I understand that. I don't think they're that. Yeah. I mean, Maybe I, again, I'm going I, a little too I, far. I just don't think you. I don't think any good's going to come from you it from anybody talking no, about I, it right I, now. I get your point. You can't rule out anything with communists because they're going to do some crazy shit. They're going to, but I don't think because they're going to do that, you should back down from your principles and have a dollar. Fit. The biggest problem that I have, I think a lot of people. I'm have not talking with this, about the dollars right now. I'm talking oh, about their safety. Oh, their safety. I, when I, they come back, you can talk about it all you I want. I don't think their safety is even a question right now. Really? I don't think so. If if you thought it was right, a question, right they would have pulled them. Right now, it's not. Right now, it's not. I mean, who knows what happens? And once it is, they'll pull them. You should. Yeah. You, you should. should. But you're 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 dealing. I don't know who's flying them over there. I don't know the whole situation. So I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff up in the air. I just don't think. Yeah. You, I don't think anything good comes from touching it right now. When they're gone, so it sounds like you should. You're a person who believes they should pull out entirely, John. At least for this uh, preseason stuff. I wouldn't think it'd be a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea. Yeah, and not, then, but then you might sever the whole business relationship, and that's the problem. If everybody feels the way that yeah. if everybody feels that way that they want to, that they're done with doing business with them, and that we don't want that money anymore, as much as you're getting a ton of it, then yeah, then pull them out now. Let's uh, let's play Popovich real fast. Freedom of speech, it felt great again. So he's been a heck of a leader in that respect. I'm very courageous. Talking about Adam Silver and the comments he made. Uh, and when you compare it to what we've had to live through the last three years. Talking about Trump. Big difference, big gap there, leadership-wise and courage-wise. It wasn't easy for him to say. Talking about how Adam Silver supports free speech. And so Trump... Yeah, Pop he, speaks the truth. Yep. That's what he does, because our president is a moron. And <laughs> now he's awake. <laughs> And that's a good segue. That's the, only, that's the only politics I'll talk. Trump is a moron. But no, Pop is right. I thought I did hear what uh, the commish had to say. And, I, you know, it is. We have freedom of speech, so you can't punish the Rockets owner. Now, no, like you, you said sh- hindsight 50 50. If you have a lot of business in China, you probably shouldn't talk about stuff you don't know. Yeah. And, and look, if you, if you have an issue with how things are. Especially on social media. Definitely not on social media. If you want change and you have an issue with that, I think you start with the, with the people in the league. Obviously, Maury has some say. You talk to your owner. You talk to the people that are important that know what the hell's going on. There's either two things that Daryl Morey knew of the blowback and didn't care about it, or he had no idea about the blowback and just tweeted it out, and now he's kind That's of— That's probably what Either happened. way, right. irresponsible. Either yes, way, it's irresponsible. Yeah, it was. You're, you're correct. You're, you're, face, yes. you're kind of—you're run an organization. You you're, need to have a better. It's either ignorance or you're asking for forgiveness. In either yeah. way, it's yeah. Either way, it's irresponsible. But like the thing is, whether you not you agree with Pop's politics or Kerr's, they're in obviously they're very much in line with one another. I, I they know what's going on in America and they know the ramifications if they talk, they have an idea of the ramifications if they speak about this. Maury didn't. 
when it came to... And neither did Steve Kerr, and that was a problem that I had and a lot of people, I think, had with him, and here's his comments. Steve, obviously the big story in the league right now is, uh, you know, Daryl Morey's tweet and everything going on with China. Do you have any thoughts on uh, that situation? Um, actually, I don't. I mean... Surprising. It's a, it's a really... It's a really bizarre international story, and um, a lot of us are... Don't know what to make of it, so um, it's, it's something I'm reading about, and, uh, just like everybody is. But I'm not going to comment for them. I think that Kerr, I, I think Kerr has a stance on it. I don't think he was telling the truth, but I think that he's looking at it and says that no good is going to come from this if I talk about it. And sometimes you're better off. In this case, you're better off not talking about it. Pop did fine with it, but right. you know you you're. He did. He just stayed clear of the China part of it. Now the ESPN employees have gotten an internal memo saying you cannot talk about this, and they'll like give an opinion, I guess, right? Because Rachel Nichols is still reporting on what's going on. Yeah, so they have to jump their reporting, and that's kind of really all they wanted to do in terms of getting into this discussion. Do you think that Steve Kerr was told by anyone in the NBA, Adam Silver, oh, don't talk about this? They were all told like probably don't or tread very cautiously with it because. Mm- now the players weren't made available today, if I remember correctly. Right. Like they're not even the media can't talk to them. Well, that's any what, of the Nets players at all. We want Kyrie Irving to weigh in on yes. this. That would probably resolve everything, right, Matt? And so no. it's probably likely the NBA said, "All right, we've kind of had some blowback from the last two days of media stuff, so let's not do it today." And coaches, you can still meet the media and talk about the games, but do not give your personal opinion. Just say, "I need to read more into." I it. I think with uh, if you had Kyrie talk about it, he'd give a four minute long answer, and then China would probably say, "You know what? We're good. We're good. Stop, please. We we call Uncle." I think that I think Kyrie Irving could resolve a piece, just like uh, Dennis Rodman thinks he could too. My appreciation for the world goes deeper than I think a lot of people realize. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, while you guys are talking about politics, I was yes. watching Ty's team on the TV. Oh, no. The Bulls, the, the, the shitty Bulls. And, uh, well, why are you hating on the Bulls? Hey, wait, wait, hey, no, they remember, have no remember plan. Ty, remember they have no Ty, plan. See, That's I was right, just yes. going off what Ty yeah, said. Okay. Yes, I don't right. dislike the Bulls. I'm just It's what Ty told me. Bulls have no plan. Just, um, but the Pelicans are going to be fun to watch, no man. Pelicans going to be fun to watch. A lot of good, are they playing the Pelicans right yeah. now? Oh, yeah, they are. Yes, they are going to be fun to watch. That's why I got NBA League Pass, so I can get Lonzo for three. Missed it. Oh, he missed it. Okay. Did, all right. Do um, Ty? Did you have anything else before? Uh... Well, you mentioned the Robin. Let's play it real fast. Commissioner uh-huh. Adam Silver. I know a thing or two about diplomacy. <laughs> Book me a ticket to Shanghai with you, Ambassador Rodney. Ambassador Rodney. Oh my. Ambassador Rodney. That was a nice play. What just happened? Lonzo. Lonzo lobbed to a Zion and transition. That's. I'm telling you, they're gonna be it's fun like to we're watch. Gonna see that a lot this year. It'll be fun to watch. Did you have any other thoughts before your shout out? Yeah, no, I didn't have. I just my my shout out's going to be real simple. It's just going to be to all the people that have already done it. Um, I know Nick brought it up last show, but if to all the people that have uh, that did a rating and review yep. and submitted it to us to get a five out uh, t shirt, Nick does have them now. Yes, thanks I to Fennis Dembo. But that's my shout. Thanks to everybody that's been. Uh, Giving us a review. Yeah, and mm-hmm. if you two chuckle, well, Matt, you obviously will get one because you left a, a rating in a review. Well, you left a rating, but I'll give that exception. Ty, once you leave the rating, I'll give you your shirt. Yeah, we apologize. Yeah, well, Rob's, <laughs> Rob's not going to tell me how to go and you know distribute my shirts. You leave a rating, you leave a review on iTunes or wherever you guys listen to us. Submit it to us on Twitter or Instagram via DM, and then I will send it out to you. We have larges and XLs. The larges seem to be what's going quicker, so keep that in mind if you're a large and you want the shirt. Ty, did you have any other final thoughts before we wrap up? I'm good. All right, uh, then we will talk to you guys again next week. When you say five out, what do you mean by that? What it do, baby? Yeah.
I'm just trying to be alright with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to be alright with it. Yeah, I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Yeah. I'm just trying to spend the night with it. Yeah. I just want to be alright with it. I'm just trying to see the light in it. I think we should take a ride with it. Hey, I got no resolutions. I'm just hoping for some. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.